When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I worry that this is broken, David Warner. Right. What would that look like? Would that look like him walking away from Australian cricket? I think I heard his wife say on radio this morning, enough is enough. That was in relation to, you know, going through the ringer one more time and exposing his family to all this stress one more time. I think if runs don't come his way soon, if, if luck doesn't turn his way, I think he'll start to question out whether it's worth going on. We're yep. approaching his 100th test match, Gerald. Boxing day. Boxing day. His family's, his family's getting to a certain age. Uh, he likes them around. He's facing the prospect of leaving in February and not returning home until August. He's 36 years old. And while he was batting well in, against the white ball in those one-day formats... I'm not sure that he's batting that well anymore. I was watching him in the nets yesterday, and and he did he did connect with a lovely on drive, and then he seemed to indicate like he didn't know where that came from. And an on drive generally is an indication that a batter has everything working correctly. Yep. Um, I hope I'm underestimating him, but I, I I sense that that indomitability. That's a hard word to say. Indomitability that Warner once had um, isn't there anymore. I recall the Warner who, you know, so that's a big drama yesterday. That's not a confection. You know, uh, he's not putting that on. He's not being hysterical. You know, he was hurt. The feeling in the camp was, uh, you know, nothing surer than Warner will make 100 this morning against this attack on this wicket. Yeah, and the old Warner would have. I recall his, his century after Philip Hughes' funeral, and I'd watched him in the nets the day before, and he was in a terrible state. And he overcame that just by that sort of cricket reflex, that cricket muscle that he had kicked in. Remember, he started, he kind of he aimed those, or I think he hit five fours in the first two overs. One of them was a five. And yes. I think, was it in the second innings of that match that he was dismissed on a no ball? Those bits of luck have deserted him yep. and gone to other players. Uh, I remember that 300 here in Adelaide against Pakistan, where, you know, when he was supreme. Yep. Yep. And that was a better stopped attack than this. It just looked like a, a batsman in the nets yesterday whose game wasn't where it should be. And you get to that point where you're not spending your energy to get better. You're spending your energy to hold ground or to slow the slide. We see that, don't we? How many times does he bear the unbearable? Is it a question I've asked in a piece tomorrow? Yep. Pete, what, what stock do you give the interview with James Erskine, the manager of Warner? So he has gone fully into reopening all the old questions. Of course, other people knew it dates back to Hobart and a sanctioned a sanctioned period of ball tampering that springs from 
the depths of that defeat and all those questions which have nagged and never been ultimately answered. Labashain, classic drive out to mid-off, goes with the stroke and takes a run. Seven for 198. There's sort of a lot in there that I think we've all heard, but nobody in any position has ever said publicly. I admire the passion with which he defended David. Um, few people get up and speak passionately in David's defence around this situation. We know that in that dressing room in 2016, James Sutherland and Pat Howard flew down, didn't they? It was a crisis meeting. I think they dropped five players from that match. We know that it was in that room that they were told, you know, you're not paid to play cricket, you're paid to win. Believe that a person that that those people who'd visited that dressing room would have offered, would have told those players to do that. No, no. That, and I don't think, how, I've re-listened to that a couple of times, I don't think that's quite the insinuation on the the, the order was given, as it were, a drive to be right. on. How, I uh, you might have got more, the nuance of it. I, I think actually the wasn't nuance is the that yeah. subsequently, subsequent to that, as the team plots its future, Warner says, well, the only way to get to reverse swing is to tamper with the ball. So not the two executives who visited, but the team then embarks on yep. whatever goes on from then to sandpaper being on the field. You've looked at those quotes more closely than I have today, and I'm glad you said that because that's my feeling too. I, I think you can draw a line back from the events of 2016 to... But it's not a direct line, and, and it, 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 those people would never have said, this is going to result in you... Yeah. damaging the ball to get by but the pressures put on that team to win and and the governance of the team and and the behaviors of yeah you can draw a line from there to there but there's not a direct line and you can't say that that is that caused that yeah but but there is a line from there to there yeah. <laughs> it's I don't know Jared it's a big thesis been up, we've been up since about 2 a.m. writing stories. I, I'm still confused about the antecedents of that style of ball tampering in that series. I think it first emerged over there, so there's a butterfly's wing in a dressing room in 2016. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's all been ripped open again. So we'll wait to hear from Cricket Australia tomorrow. Todd Greenberg's going to join me in the pre-match from the Australian Cricketers Association. This has essentially been his project. So he's watched it blow up spectacularly in the past 48 hours. So that perspective will be interesting. I spoke to him about it in Perth and he said the clock is ticking for the right thing to happen. And now the, the clock's been suspended. It was a race against the clock. I mean, there was going to be a hearing next Wednesday. I mean, for God's sake, go off to deal with matters uh, uh, relating to Monkey Gate and you know being drawn and all these distractions from the team. How on earth anyone thought it was a good idea to have a hearing on a Wednesday between this Test match and the next Test match in the summer in a process that that was signalled in February yeah. and should have been done by July? 